Thanks for listening to the Mark Aram Show podcast. Thanks for Xfinity for sponsoring said podcast. A couple of things in life I don't skimp on. Toilet paper, razor blades, seafood. I want the best of the best when it comes to all three. And internet. That's why I use Xfinity Internet. And it's the amazing 10G network. The 10G network from Xfinity, the future starts now. Smarter, more consistent, and a secure network. And it only gets better. Jump on board the Xfinity 10G network online. Just go to Xfinity.com. I'm WSB's Mark Aram. The WSB 24-hour breaking news center is on alert. alert. With immediate breaking news, severe weather alerts, traffic red alerts, from Cobb to Cherokee, Carroll to Gwinnett, Fulton to Forsyth, and all the rest. All the rest. WSB. WSB. Depend on it. The Mark Aram Show is performed before a live studio audience. No, I want this town to be near you. No, gray skies ever turn blue. Welcome to the show and a good Wednesday Eve to you. Mark Aram here, you there. It's 10.07, 7 after 10. This is the Mark Aram Show, heard Monday through Friday, 10 to midnight on News 95.5 and AM 750 WSB. The gang is all here. Lochi Chuck screens the calls. Longoria on the other side of the takeout window. Uh, scheduled on this program, a lot of fun stuff in the second hour of the broadcast, including... The Lonely Tailgater who will join us as he does every Wednesday. But I want to start the program tonight, if you don't mind, with some uh, breaking news that happened this morning west of Atlanta in Carroll County. Uh, Two planes collide, three dead near the Carroll County Airport. This is breaking news that happened right as I was about to fall asleep uh, late this morning. Um, And that's I'm such a breaking news hound. That anytime there's breaking news right before I go to sleep, I can't go to sleep. I need to watch and find out more. It's it's. I yeah, just, you've gotten stuck a few times. Yes, you stayed up way too late. Exactly. Was, you didn't get to bed. If something pops to. right as I'm closing my eyes, I've got to learn to just close my eyes yeah. because, of course, I stayed up longer than I should have trying to find out more. It's just it's a sickness I have. It's I guess it's part of more being in this business where. If you know there's something big going on, you want to at least, if not be a part of the coverage, know what's going on. Uh, but finally, I went to sleep uh, um, and um, just waking up, you know, as as the story developed and has developed. So uh, much like many of you maybe just getting in your car now, going to work or coming home from work, you might not be familiar with the story. So to catch us up on all of the details, uh, your friend and mine from Channel 2 Action News, reporter Ricky Klaus. Ricky, thanks for coming on the program. Thanks for having me, Mark. So, of course, I sleep uh, like a vampire, so I was out cold um, throughout the uh, entire daylight hours today. So I don't know all of the details on this tragic story. Um, you've been covering it for Channel 2. What, what can you tell us and the listeners? Well, the very latest is that the FAA is investigating. This is a mid-air collision between two small planes that happened in Carroll County around 11 o'clock this morning. And it was over West Georgia Regional Airport, and it killed three people. And the sheriff's office has identified two of the victims, 24-year-old Taylor Stone of Eastridge, Tennessee, and 79-year-old William Lindsay of College Park. Deputies still are trying to notify the third victim's family before they're able to release his name. So a sheriff's captain says both planes were on their final approach uh, when one plane landed on top of the other 
and they tumbled to the ground. There were no survivors. The fire chief says this is a regional airport without a tower, so pilots are responsible for radioing in their every move. So investigators now looking into whether pilots on both planes were communicating. The FAA, again, is investigating, and the NTSB will ultimately determine the cause of the crash. And this evening, I had the chance to speak with Stone's friend, and she told me about her ambitions to be a pilot uh, since this victim was in first grade. So we're going to have her interview with some fond memories about their friendship on Channel 2 Action News Nightbeat at 11. So Taylor Stone was was a flight instructor, Ricky. Um, do we know if, if she was uh, was giving a lesson at the time of the crash? We do not know that. We do know, though, that she was a flight instructor at Falcon Aviation Academy and that the plane she was on came out of Noonan, Georgia. And so there's one victim that's not identified. Uh, do we do we know which plane that victim was from? Was it uh, in, in Taylor's plane or the, the other plane? Officials say that he was on Taylor's plane, and they do confirm he's an adult male, so he's a man. We just don't know his name yet because they have to notify all his family. Okay. So, I, I mean, not to jump to conclusions, but I'm assuming that Taylor was giving a, uh, a flight lesson uh, on her plane and the other plane... Do we know where it was coming from or or where it was going? We do not. We know that that pilot is out of College Park. Uh, One of my coworkers, Ross Cavett, he told me he was speaking with people out here earlier, and they said that uh, Lindsay, his name was Lindsay, liked to come out here, and he flew out of this airport all the time. He was well-known around this area. Uh, Ricky Klaus from Channel 2 Action News joining us on the uh, breaking news from this morning, a plane crash in Carrollton. Ricky, I'm sure in your years like mine, we've covered a lot of these small plane crashes. I can't remember a crash, though, where two planes collided with each other. Usually it's a plane that has trouble and, and, and crash lands. Have you ever covered anything like that where two planes hit each other? I've never covered that. And one of the questions that the captain of the sheriff's office was asked was, when was the last time there was a plane crash at this specific airport? And he said he could not remember. Um, but no, this is a unique crash, Mark. Yeah, I remember the the, the only story I can remember out of this uh, airport in Carroll County was we had uh, maybe a, a tornado touch down there a few years back, and it did some damage to some of the planes and some of the hangars. But I can't recall any any. Uh, Air, airplane crashes at this uh, at this uh, airstrip. It is an airstrip, right, Ricky? Uh, give us a, give us an idea of the lay of the land. What's it look like out there at this West Georgia airport? There are several planes that are in our, in the area that we're located in right now. We're right by runway thirty five. It was at the end of runway thirty five where this crash took place. So. If you were to be out here, you'd see a handful of very small planes, including the one that looks like um, the aircraft that um, the Taylor Stone was riding in, along with that male passenger, which is uh, looks like a two-seater to me, just a really small aircraft, Mark. Mm-hmm. Any buildings? I mean, I'm, I'm familiar with, like, Peachtree to Cab Airport, which is a pretty sizable airport. Uh, I'm assuming this is much smaller. Are there... Uh, you know, any kind of buildings around this, or is it just basically flat land with planes? Our live truck is parked in between two buildings. Um, And then in the distance, there are some more buildings where you can tell they're hangars for aircraft. But it's a small airport. It's, you know, it's not like what people in Atlanta are used to. Let's put it that way. No doubt. All right, Ricky Klaus uh, covering this story, uh, the very latest, and that uh, interview with, uh, Taylor's friend coming up on the night beat at 11. As always, Ricky, thanks so much for your time. My pleasure, Mark. Take care, Ricky. Um, I, I, that's crazy. 
two planes colliding in midair like that. It's tough because, as Ricky said, there's no air traffic control tower at, at these smaller airfields. Right. So it's it's up to the pilots to talk self, to each other. Yeah, self-report. And um, I always I, thought even at small airports there was somebody there. No, you know? no. That's weird. It's, uh, it, it's, it's weird to, I mean, I'm not a pilot. I have no piloting experience, so I don't want to step out of bounds, but I can, I just, can you imagine just of all the space in the air? I mean, all the sky, mm -hmm. you run into another plane. I guess if you're both coming to, I don't, I mean, wow, just, that's just awful. I don't know enough about, we should get boards on. No, he knows, he knows about. He knows about <laughs> no, planning. he's no. been in bed for an hour and a half. <laughs> um, an hour and a half, three um, hours. No, I don't. I know, I know at our little airport back home, Whitefish. There's a yes. <laughs> um, everybody's super confused by that when you put that on Facebook. By the way, <laughs> you were like, "What is the deal with Whitefish?" Whitefish? I'm like, "It's a long story. Don't worry about it." Um, no, there's a, there's a there's a flight log, and the only way you can get you can come into the airport mm -hmm. is you've got to call ahead and let the airfield know, know so there has coming. to be somebody there and if you're going to leave there's a flight log so if you just decide to take a flight one day you walk up you'll know who's in the air and there's a bunch of detail yeah. there for for issues like that because they don't have a fly a, a, a air traffic control yeah. or anything, any kind of tower or anything you just kind of you just do it on <laughs> you your just own gotta be yeah. Careful. yeah you yeah. do it on your own um he, here's how, how i want to handle this story tonight because i mean we're still waiting more information uh what exactly happened uh who the third victim is um and it, it is a tragedy there's no doubt about it it's it's that's horrible um this girl's 24 25 yeah. yeah flight instructor doing what she you know always wanted to do since first grade um we'll, we'll talk about that but here's something that i've been thinking about uh since the story so two people died in this plane crash, or three people died in this plane crash, tragically. Why is it that we as, as people and we in the news business always place such a high priority on stories like this? And the, and the reason I say that is overnight we had two people die in a, in a car crash on the east-west connector in Cobb County. It was covered, talked about it, moved on. But when you have a plane crash, a small plane crash, for for some reason, it's it's a huge deal. Even though you know the loss, I mean, is it's a huge deal regardless. But why do we prioritize both in the news business and as news? Uh, I think because listeners, yeah. Why why is it in our minds like this? Three people dying in a small plane crash is more important than three people dying in, in a car crash. As far as the amount of coverage, I, I, I think it's mostly due to the infrequency. Yeah, you have more. If you had plane crashes as, as deaths often, and as car as accidents, car and you do accidents, plane right. it wouldn't. Nobody would. It becomes so. It's a, it's just the it's the the randomness of it. Yeah. The the um, and unlikeliness of airplane crashes. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's these one of the safest modes. Yeah. Although the smaller airplanes, not so much, but still far safer than, than because cars. taking I, myself out of the out of the loop the news loop for a second just as a viewer or a listener i am always drawn you know if channel two says coming up at five small plane crash three dead i'm like whoa i want to i want to hear this story but if they said uh car crash three dead i, I i'm like all right that is it, I it's guess just it's you're just, desensitized on yeah it. is that what it is yeah, it's yeah, just the infrequency said, of, the of it i think it's the frequency uh, and, and also, you can report on a car crash. Chances are, in, in, in somebody can walk away from a car crash. Yeah. 
When was the last time someone walked away from a plane crash? It happens, but it's, yeah, very, I see what you're saying. Very, yeah. but, I mean, yeah. re- realistically, it's almost 100%. Yeah. You crash in a plane, you're not going to survive. So there's the, the finality of like, okay, a plane crash, you know, yeah. you could just pretty much put it in the bank. No one survived. Yeah. Very rarely happens. But, you know, an automobile accident. But you would, I would think, so the average person isn't flying in a small private plane right you know i've been in a small private plane twice in my life they're awesome once uh speaking of boards he flew me down (laughs) to uh georgia florida game in jacksonville nice Um, how was that flight it was awesome okay instead of driving to jacksonville (laughs) well i mean i meant boards flying the plane it was fine okay yeah it it was good i i i'd rather it's not saying anything about him i just don't you know i would rather fly in a plane with boards than have him drive me in a car how weird is that (laughs) i'm a bad passenger in a car and i wouldn't trust him uh, on behind the wheel but in the plane i was like all right so that was one time and the only other time actually i was flying with clark howard and chris camp we were flying to north carolina for a funeral in a small, I mean, Bortz's plane was bigger than this other one. Oh, and some it, of them are tiny. It was tiny. Up. And Chris Camp and I are flying up. We're going to the mountains of North Carolina <laughs> into the turbulence. And Chris Camp t- says to me, he goes, hey, Mark, you know, if this plane goes down tomorrow morning, the headline is going to be Clark Howard and two others die in plane crash. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, yeah, you're probably right. So my, my point is, most most people never, I mean, I, I've, I've flown in helicopters a bunch, but, but small private aircrafts, we have no, most people don't have a connection to that. They're like, I, I can't relate to that. But we can all relate to being in a car mm-hmm. and driving on 285 or I-75. And and you would think that a, a, a car crash that kills someone on the interstate would be more important to the average person because they can relate to that. They're like, oh my God, I just drove on 75 at Windy Hill yesterday. Or I was just on 285 at Jonesboro Road. I can't believe but but there's a disconnect on on relatability, the fact that that could happen to us, as opposed to a plane crash, which most of us will never have to worry about. It's just weird. I, I just want to discuss that in a news sense. And as you, as news devourers listening to WSB, why is it that uh, you care more about a small plane crash that kills three than a car crash that kills three? 404. 404- 872-0750 1-800-WSB talk on Twitter at Mark Aram. This is the Mark Aram show. The Mark Aram show. The Mark Aram show runs the night. Welcome back to the show 10 at 25 78 degrees on Peachtree Street. We're talking about the breaking news out of Carrollton this morning. Mid-air collision of two small aircraft, three dead. Uh, Joey joins us in Gainesville. Joey, welcome to the program. Hey, guys. What's going on? How are you, sir? Doing good. Hey, I was just thinking about it. I mean, I guess we're more uh, shocked when we see stuff like this just because it never happens. I mean, we, we talk about statistics, and I mean, the, the, the chance of you having something like that happen are... Yeah, the rare that and that is often the case in news. The and I've said this before: the rarer the story, the bigger the story tends to be. The more it gets covered. Exactly. I, I mean, you know, besides the the plane that crashed on the interstate last, or yeah, it was last year. Yeah. Uh, when's the last time something like that happened? Yeah, and what's what's ironic is just yesterday, 
the NTSB released the cause of that crash on 285, which they said was uh, uh, the manifold got, uh, there was uh, crud in the manifold or something, and so the, there wasn't enough um, fuel going to one of the engines. So the, the day after we find out the cause of that 285 plane crash, we have this tragic one in, in Carrollton. Uh, Mary's in Alpharetta. Mary, you're on the Mark Aram Show. Yes, I was thinking about the design of the plane and how that could have something to do with the visibility because uh, some planes have an upper-mounted wings. I think they're mounted on the, the top of the wing is on the roof. On the roof, and yeah. They, and you can look out and you can look ahead of you and behind you and below you. And there's a low-mounted ones that are mounted underneath a low-wing plane where it's mounted to the fuselage in yeah. a different style, and you have you have visibility ahead and behind you and out off the end of the wing. You cannot see Vi- what's below you. And visibility is an issue, and it's so it's so it's weird that you brought that up, Mary. And thank you for the call. When I used to fl- fill in the chopper, I would always look for the side view mirrors. <laughs> really? Because I'm you know you're used to driving a car, and I'd always like try to see what's behind us on the. I'm like, oh, there's no side view mirrors here. That would drive me crazy if I was flying a plane. There's no rear view mirror, no side mirrors. You're so ingrained to, to move like that because you're driving a car. Yeah. But there are no side view mirrors on uh, airplanes or helicopters. We'll come back with more of your calls. The deadly crash in Carrollton. Why do we care so much about plane crashes? Uh, I'll give you my thoughts and yours next. 404-872-0750. This is The Mark Aram Show. I'm WSB's Clark Howard from Cobb to Cherokee, Carroll to Gwinnett, Fulton to Forsyth, and all of Metro 11. You'll get severe weather, a traffic riddler, or breaking news, breaking news immediately accurate from the WSB 24-hour breaking news center. WSB, depend on it. Hey, this is Tom Glavin, and you're listening to The Mark Aram Show. Welcome back to the show. 10 at 37, 23 in front of 11. Mark Aram at your beck and call till midnight every Monday through Friday on News 95.5 and AM 750 WSB. The gang is all here tonight. Low T. Chuck screens the calls. Longoria on the other side of the takeout window. We are discussing the breaking news this morning out of Carroll County. Uh, three dead when two planes collide uh, at the West Georgia Airport in Carroll County. One of the victims, 24-year-old Taylor Stone, was a uh, flight instructor, and I'm assuming she was uh, giving a lesson to someone else. They collided with another plane, and uh, sadly, all three involved in the crash are now dead. Um, obviously, a tragic story, and we, we cover anytime there is a small plane crash, or a large plane crash, for that matter, we cover it heavily on the media. And, and I, I just question why... We place the the uh, the airplane deaths greater than other deaths. Uh, w- this will get more coverage than a drowning in Lake Lanier. It'll get more coverage than a crash on the downtown connector. It will, you know, a, even even murders, shootings. It's I just I, I, I get it, but I don't get it. I I, just, I go back to the rarity 
we've talked about this before why some cases like murder cases mm-hmm. like why are we talking about this versus all these others there's some the circumstances rare circumstance yeah. there's some rare detail something in it is like okay that doesn't it kind of goes against conventional wisdom it's of, like the the hot car death with ross harris right um we, we've obviously covered those cases before but this one is getting more coverage because of uh, just unique details in what it. he was doing yeah uh, prior to searching mm-hmm. online and what he was doing when his yeah um so I, just, I think it's a rarity factor yeah i think there's just something rare about plane crashes that you're like whoa i want to know more about that yeah and th- this one is is to me especially rare because of all the small plane crashes we've covered here at wsb i can't remember ever uh, covering a crash where it's two planes that collided um chuck did show prep tonight so, oh wow! Yeah. Found some stuff. So he's the star of the show. He's in the early running for a star of the show. <laughs> it was hard. Um, so here are uh, this. This is mostly these are large plane crashes. I don't know. Um, I, I that was really yeah. Hard this to find is for this. nineteen or more passengers. So it doesn't really relate to what we're covering here. But I thought this was interesting. So fatalities by phase of flight. Okay. Yeah. What do you think is the most dangerous phase of flight? I would think it's a takeoff. Takeoff. What do you think, Longoria? I would think landing. Landing. All right. Um, the most, uh, f- the most tragic phase of flight by fatalities is is takeoff. Sixteen percent. Um, landing is twelve percent. Um, cruise is at sixteen percent, which to me is weird. You're cruising altitude, and that's where sixteen percent of the fatalities happen is when you're cruising. Zero percent taxi unload, <laughs> load parked in tow. Well, that's good. Sixteen percent on takeoff. Fourteen percent on the initial climb, so that's yeah. you take off and then you're climbing up to whatever the altitude is. Thirteen percent climb flaps up. I don't know exactly what that means. Sixteen percent on cruise, only four percent on the descent. Really, I would think that would have been a little bit higher. Twelve uh, percent on initial approach, thirteen percent on final approach, and twelve percent on landing. Um, that's that's the rate of fatalities by uh, flight. Cause of uh, crashes, cause of fatal am- airplane crashes. Total pilot error, 53%. Yeah. 53% of the time, it's pilot error. 6% other human error. So that's like the mechanic forgets yeah. to screw on the landing gear or whatever. Um, 12% weather. God, the entire landing <laughs> yeah, no. years. I don't know. You know, whatever. It's other human error. 12% weather. I would have thought weather would have been higher on the cause of fatal crashes with airplanes. Um, but 12%. 20% mechanical failure, which is what the 285 plane crash um, was classified as because right. the, the manifold was jacked up. Uh, 8% sabotage, terrorism, whatever. Oh, okay. Um, and 1% other cause. I don't know what other cause could be, but some uh, some actual data here for you on the Mark Aram Show. All right, back to the phones. Keith is in Carrollton. Keith, welcome to the Mark Aram Show. Thank you, Mark, for taking my call. My um, pleasure. First off, I, what, what's the what's the mood in Carroll County? Everyone talking about this? Well, yes. I haven't talked to many, but the ones that I have talked to know that it's a tragic happening here. Yes, it is. Um, and I, the reason I was calling, I was a pilot for many years and have flown out of that airport for many years. Uh, I was a recreational pilot, and it is a tragedy as to what happened. It is a very, very small airport. It is a, it's, it is an unmanned airport, um, which means that you, when you 
come into an unmanned airport, there is a frequency that you need to be on, and then you need to call at least every uh, five minutes to tell your intentions on what you're going to be doing uh, because it is unmanned. So who are you and calling, though, to tell your intentions? You, well, it's, it, it, other pilots that are coming into an unmanned airport, and they are supposed to know that they are coming into an unmanned airport. Mm-hmm. It, 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 it's almost like... Um, if you remember the old CB days where you could talk on the CB and everybody could hear you. Yes. Uh, now, but but that, TV. hold on, hold on a second, Keith, but that you had to be on a certain channel. for. So does that everyone have the same channel going into that the... Is, that is correct. Okay. In an unmanned airport, it is a frequency that you turn your transponder to and you tell your intentions. Now, nobody might not be out there listening to you, but that's okay. That's, you You're still do it. What is, Exactly. You still do it. And is it the same frequency all the time, or how do they know, like when they get to the airport, what? No, frequency there are on? there are maps. You you just is this something as a pilot? You better know before you're going into a certain airport. Gotcha. Period. Okay. Whether it's an unmanned airport or it's a manned airport, like if I was going into PDK or Fulton Industrial up there on Fulton Charlie Brown, mm-hmm. flew into Charlie Brown many a times. That is a manned airport, and they got you on radar, and they can see you. So with that small airport in Carrollton, no, sir, you, there is nothing there. You just call in and tell your intentions. Now, the one thing that I did that you are supposed to do is if you're coming in from, say, two or 3,000 feet, you are supposed to come over the middle of that air, airport or strip and then that way you can see in both directions of what's coming mm-hmm. if you're 2,000 feet up. And then you, again, you call back in and say, uh, this is so-and-so, I'm turning downwind to runway 3-4, or if I'm on final approach. The only thing that I can even think of that somebody, this lady that called in before me, I think hit it on the nail with the wings. That's the only thing I can think of. And some pilot got distracted, maybe wasn't doing his job, maybe wasn't looking everywhere that they should have been looking. I, I can only get. Yeah. Um, and hopefully time will tell. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure. I'm sure we'll get tragic. to the we'll get to the bottom of of what caused it. Um, thank you for the insight, though. I appreciate it. Sean is also in Carroll County. Sean, welcome to the show. Hey, Mark. How are you doing? Excellent, Sean. What's going on? Well, um, I had a little bit of insight into probably the reason why they haven't identified the third uh, victim yet. Okay. Um, there's a large school um, at the Coweta uh, County Airport uh, that's made up a uh, made up of a lot of uh, foreign students, mostly uh, mostly Asian guys. I've run into them quite a few times at the Wendy's restaurant uh, across the road from the airport. And I'm a now you, when it kind of you mean a flight school down there? The flight school. Yeah. Okay. Okay. And um, if it's if if it's the same company, I, I think I've seen uh, the same logo on their shirts. Uh, that's probably right. The reason they haven't identified him yet is because uh, he lives from in another in a foreign country, and, and they haven't had a chance to to notify the family yet. Gotcha. So he, uh, I I know Ricky tried to clarify exactly what was going on here. So Taylor Stone was the Noonan flight instructor. Yeah. Um, and she passed away, and. Uh-huh. Uh, the other and then the seventy-nine-year-old pilot was the pilot of the other aircraft, is from what I understand. Okay, so the Asian, and, the Asian student would have been with Taylor Stone. 
That's correct. Okay. And uh, that's why I imagine they probably, I mean, because, you know, anytime uh, someone from a foreign country uh, dies in the United States, you have to go through all the rigmarole of notifying sure. that country's uh, embassy, and then they have to take credit for the body and, and all that. So I'm imagining that's probably why they haven't released a name on it yet. And that school will be, that's the Falcon Aviation Academy in Noonan? Yes. Okay. Um, so. All right, so we'll, um, I'm sure the name will come out. You're probably right. If if it is someone from a from another country, it'll it'll take some time to go through the proper yeah. channels. I mean, I, the one thing I didn't understand was I tried to have a conversation with quite a few of those guys, and it seems like a lot of them don't speak a lot of English. Yeah. So I mean, I don't know if that. I mean, I hate to sound. I mean, that uh, to me, it almost in this day and age, somebody's going to call me a racist. No, 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 not at all. That's. A, I mean, if if you're, uh, we've we've seen that in plane crashes before, where there was a language barrier. Yeah. Um, that happened in, uh, I just watched a documentary on this, Dag Nabbit. There was um, a whole airline, maybe it was Korean Air. Okay. That, um, oh, do you know what it was? It was um, it was either Korea or Japan. And the yeah, culture, yeah. the culture that. of that, of, of that cult, of that uh, country, whatever, the, uh-huh. the younger pilot was always supposed to show deference to the older captain. Even if the uh-huh. older captain was doing something wrong, so right. there were they kept having these crashes because yeah. the younger the younger co-pilot wouldn't speak up uh, to the older pilot because of respect the, or whatever. That's right. Yeah, I, I think that I think you're talking about Korea. I think it's yeah. It was, I, I remember reading so they had these big. There was a rash of crashes in Korea, and they went in and found out it was because the 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 younger pilots were scared to speak up to the older pilots. So. Um, that and and language barriers certainly have, have caused but I, problems. But I, I really do hope that that's that's not going to be the case in this situation because yeah. I mean you need to be able to speak a, uh, with uh, with enough certainty of your English that you can communicate and understand to other pilots. I mean, if they're flying those planes, they need to be able to speak as good English as you and I do. Yeah, I think internationally, I could be mistaken that English and French. Might be the two official languages. Google that, Chuck. The official languages of flight controllers or whatever. I know English is definitely one of them, but I think French might be uh, the other. So you have to have a working knowledge of. Does that make sense? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I, know what I wonder if there's uh, any folks that work air traffic control listening that could uh, buzz in and give us uh, some info on that. I'd love to hear from you. Four zero four eight seven two zero seven fifty one eight hundred WSB Talk. We'll continue to take calls of the uh, tragic. Plane crash that killed three in Carroll County. Stick around. More to come. This is The Mark Arab Show. Mark Arab on 95.5 and AM 750. WSB. Welcome back to the show. 1054. Mark Arab with you till midnight. 404-872-0750. 1-800-WSB-TALK. Uh, yes, Chuck. Uh, I got your answer. The International Civil Aviation Organization decreed in January 1 of 2008 that all air traffic controllers and flight crew members must engage in proficient English. English only, not yep. French. All right. Who's on line five? Can I get a name there? Uh, Daryl. Daryl's up next to the Mark Aram Show. Hello, Daryl. Hello, Mark. Sad situation. Tragic. That, that happened. Um, I, uh, uh, by the way, the frequency is generally called Unicom, that when you approach a, 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 a non-controlled airport, okay, the pilots report on it. But uh, I, there was a mid-air collision some years ago in Georgia that I'm familiar with. It happened over East Cobb where a uh, 
actually a friend of mine, um, and the pilot of the other plane is somebody that I had known, the jet and a small plane that collided right over East Cobb. What was what was determined to be the cause of that? Why did that happen? Uh, you know, Mark, I, I really can't answer that. You can look up on the NTSB report. I think the year, it was about roughly about 15, 16 years ago, if I okay. remember correctly. But the NTSB, by the way, re- uh, publishes all accidents that are reported. Correct. And by the way, there are quite a few airplane accidents where nobody's injured or especially not. Well, we had one recently where a, a young female pilot walked away. She landed in on a golf course. And, Isn't uh, that incredible? The girl was 16 years yeah, old. Yeah, unbelievable. Lord, I couldn't believe it when I saw that. That girl has her wits about her. Yeah, no doubt about it. Harrison Ford. So, Harrison Ford, exactly right. All right, Dale, well, I'll tell you what, Chuck, Chuck, uh, go ahead. I won't tell you any names involved in it. I happen to know one of the persons very, very well, and I've flown with him. Can Can yeah. you tell uh, Chuck off the air so we can so we can Google up the story and, and find it out? Sure. Okay, hang, hang on the line, Daryl. Uh, Jackson Marietta. Jack, you're on the Mark Aram Show. Hello, Mark. Hey, Jack. Hey, so I uh, love your show, by the way. Thank you, uh, I watch it all the time. I appreciate it. Uh, quickly, I'm a student pilot at Peachtree Cab. Okay. I fly all the time. And since we, since we think that the uh, second pilot in the plane was a student, it was most likely, more than likely, he had uh, control of the aircraft and the instructor was watching what he was doing. Can, can you hang on one second, Buddha? Oh, yes, sir. All right, I wanna, wanna, we got to jump away for news, weather, and traffic, but I want to hear from you, uh, a student pilot. Give me some insight on, on what he think might have happened with this uh, crash, fatal, tragic crash in Carroll County. We'll come back with more of your calls. 404-872-0750. 1-800-WSB-TALK. Always on Twitter at Mark Aram. This is The Mark Aram Show. Thanks for listening to The Mark Aram Show podcast. Thanks for Xfinity for sponsoring said podcast. A couple of things in life I don't skimp on. Toilet paper, razor blades, seafood. I want the best of the best when it comes to all three. And internet. That's why I use Xfinity Internet, and it's the amazing 10G network. The 10G network from Xfinity, the future starts now. Smarter, more consistent, and a secure network, and it only gets better. Jump on board the Xfinity 10G network online. Just go to Xfinity.com.